Bam, we're live. <laughs> Cover pick is gold. Thanks, Corey. It's old as shit. I was, uh, was in Egypt. Egypt. You guys want to start today's show? Hi, Matt. What's up, Sevan? Caleb, what's up, dude? I, my butt. <laughs> Peace. I, I show you guys, Caleb. Buttons are working today. Oh, there that's awesome. You have the worst camera, but that's because we just hide you back there. <laughs> um, do I start the show with? I, I, I was taking a shower a few minutes ago. It's seven a.m. here, by the way. And uh, oh, Caleb, did you get my um, email late last night? The one with all the links. Yeah. Yes. Bye bye. Um. I was taking a shower just now and I started thinking about there's always all this talk about how um, it's uncomfortable with people with black skin to be in white neighborhoods. And, uh, you know, there was that thing. I, I don't know the details of it, but it sounds pretty bad. There was these three guys in a pickup truck and they, they thought some guy was robbing a house. And so they chased him down and they ended up shooting and turned into a whole racist thing. Have, have any of you guys ever walked through a neighborhood in the United States uh, where you, or, 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 or the UK it's happened to me in the UK. This has happened to me a hundred times. I, I, I don't think there's any uh, exaggeration there. Have you ever been the white guy in, a, in an all black neighborhood? Has anyone ever done that? Do you think for a second and, and, and I'm totally open to conversation that you as a white guy can walk through an all black neighborhood and not get some, something happen to you? What do you mean by something happened? So, someone talked shit to you. If you're the only white guy, you you walked. What what, what black neighborhood did you walk through, Susan, where no one talked shit to you? <laughs> I guess I'm, none. But I was with a, I was with friends of that neighborhood. So oh yeah was, yeah yeah. If you're with you the know, black dude, you're scenario. good. You good. Yeah. You good. You good. Don't think for a second that it don't. No matter what. No matter what, if you're a black guy walking through a white neighborhood, you've never been as scared or as fucked with as a white guy walking through a black neighborhood. Just don't get that confused, people. Same thing is with the Kim Jong-un article that we did on the news show. All these people are fucking like, oh, my God. You know, Kim. the article was is that Kim Jong-un had a leather jacket on and that people, the citizens of North Korea, started wearing that leather jacket. And Kim Jong-un's soldiers were like, hey, fuck you. You can't wear that jacket because uh, – uh, Kim Jong-un wears it and, and you can't you can't copy him. Right. And everyone's like, oh, my God, North Korea is fucked. Dude, that exact same thing's happened in our country. It's called cultural appropriation. I'm not allowed to have cornrows or you're not allowed to eat baklava or the Armenians will come get you. Fuck that. Don't think that we, don't think that one group is above the other group. Now, I, I want to tell you how stupid this conversation is, because I've walked I've walked all around Africa also, not including South Africa. And black people won't fuck with you at all if you're white. Not at all. And so, and so it has nothing to do with the color of your skin is my point, which is right. weird because that's how we talk about it. But you will not walk as a white guy through an all-black neighborhood in the United States of America and not be fucked with unless you're with another black dude. So don't think for a second – like, just remember that. And all you fucking do-gooders and woke motherfuckers out there, get some practice and go do it. I did the Bronx, I did Harlem, I did Miami, I done Oakland a shitload of times. Shit gets can go bad, really bad, really quickly. Yeah, that's and right. you will that's be scared like you have never been scared. 
no, 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 Nicholas. I knew there's always one of you motherfuckers in the audience like this. Let's talk. Let's talk, buddy. Let's talk. Greeks. Come on, man. Should <laughs> <laughs> be sure as hell people want keep racism between their ears. That's for sure. I don't even know if it's Ray. I I, I, don't, I refuse to call it racism. I, it's just I, cult- I want to call it cultural stupidity, and it's some sort of delusion that they keep in their ears. Yeah, I think it's just but, hate in general. But it's just crazy to think that you you aren't going to blame one group of people for it. I mean, just imagine. <laughs> and man, and and and. There, there are, it's not just the blacks, it's the Jews too. It's, it's, it's anyone who ever feels like they're persecuted. They keep this in their head and they kind of run with it. It's like a, it's, it's like a pathology that they have that they keep alive in order to have a chip on their shoulder and get ahead. Like it's very common for Jewish parents to tell their kids, Hey, don't, the whole, this whole fucking world is anti-Semitic. You're going to have to work twice as hard as everyone else, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I think that that is a more accurate statement. The thing is with racism is, yeah. is that it's like God. It's um, it exists between people's ears. And. Uh, OK, anyway, that's enough of that I just I just wanted to say that I was just thinking about that today. You, um, it, it, and by no means someone walk away from this and being thinking that the color of your skin has anything to do with it because it does not. It's just a point I'm making. Okay. Oh, uh, Jim. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Mars Logan. Do you guys know who that is? <laughs> that, that's that's our equivalent to the. Um, we don't have a what? What's what are those group of tards that fucking Howard Stern has? What are they called? <laughs> like you almost um, have to turn it off every time he talks. Just like half of them. Half of them are cool. Half of them you gotta turn it off. I forget. The Brat like Pack. A, yes, 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 yeah. That was it. <laughs> No, it's not the Brat Pack. I was just using the word last night. Anyway, whatever that is, yeah, Logan's my my first one. But but my dudes aren't tarted. My dude, these are this group is like these are people who are funnier than me. And I, and I gotta play this. Uh, I gotta play this message he sent me. So those of you who don't know, I'm trying not to say. Um, I'm trying not to say a GD, and I'm trying not to say Brat Pack. J whack pack yeah but mine's not the whack i'm not trying i'm trying not to say uh jc and gd i'm trying to stop that i'm I'm, I'm actually want to clean up my language a little bit but in 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 its totality but but, uh, he played this for me yesterday and i was dying or he sent this to me all right savan i'm listening to your sherman pod and you say you're kind of trying to back off of accusing jesus christ and oh my god so I'll give you a couple options here. Uh, oh my Gandhi, there you go. Give that one a shot. Might be on somebody else, but you can cross that bridge when you get there. Uh, I like to say, uh, oh, this is something Josh says or used to say. Uh, or I, I don't know. I heard him say it on something once. Instead of cheese and rice, he goes cheese and rice, cheese and rice, or uh, cheese and rice, Jiminy Christmas. Those are free. Uh, no invoice for that. And uh, yeah, man. Have, a, have an excellent day. Hope your son's uh, UTI gets resolved. Hey, 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 hey. Easy, 
easy asshole. Easy. Jesus Christ. I mean, cheese and rice. I can't believe you brought that up at the end. Ruined a totally good skit. Oh, yes. Uh, Logan Mars, the history with him is, is that he knew that I had this sponsor and I had no idea how to plug the sponsor. And I had to plug the sponsor every show in order to collect the Benjamin. So he would call and set these set these. uh you know, he'd be like, I don't have a job. And then he'd be like, dude, you're supposed to say barbelljobs.com. And then he would like cue me. And then I would say, and I was like, oh man, this dude's cool. He's like doing my job for me. Uh, uh, we switched to blue. Caleb, why are we blue? Just cause. Yeah. Just, I'm sure. I like a lot it. of blue is a brand. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sneak peek. Caleb's Caleb will just busted your nut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, guys! We are so excited about Wadapalooza. There's a, a misunderstanding. I I said that we got money from the Liver King, correct? And that we were <laughs> going to use that money to um, just blow up Wadapalooza. I mean, really try some fun, cool stuff. And um, uh, uh, with the Liver King's money, and, and which is so cool that he he he's. I mean, he, I said, why are you doing this? And he just said, because iron sharpens iron. I believe in you. Like I see what you're doing. You're a go getter. I want to get. I'm on board, and so we're using that money to um to to just blow up the production of Wadapalooza uh, that we're doing. Still, will be ragtag, ghetto, hardcore, authentic. Don't get me wrong, but um, people thought that maybe I was going to be paying money to you guys to go. No, no, we're going to use all that money just like for. We're, we're trying to find people who are already there. We're trying to really do this thing on a budget, but also. Uh, exploit some of you people who are there i mean i mean let some of you people get involved uh mars what's up brother hey so colin and i are at the airport uh we're looking for you what terminal are you at i'm at terminal six thank you okay well we just, we just got out of barbell jobs mobile mobile vehicle okay. and uh, we're, we're, we're looking for you we're on our way to water coming or yeah, yeah, I'm at Terminal Six, and I bought us all um, quarter pounders. They had a McDonald's here, so you guys don't even need to stop any. I got you quarter pounders and uh, small coffees. Okay, well, I, I don't do Diet Coke again. I want a regular Coke, please. Understood. I can't buy regular <laughs> Coke. I got, I got like a personal thing with that. How about I just, I'll, I'll okay. just Is give Will you a with dollar. You or no? Is Will no, coming please. with you, or are we supposed to pick him up? No, no, Will can't come. He's only 22. He's in, in he's he's not allowed in Florida. <laughs> oh, I see the Liver King. I see the Liver King. Uh, I gotta go. Okay, bye. <laughs> Kevin, how are you this morning? Hey, how's it going? Good. Oh, you don't sound like a Rodriguez. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> my my parents brought me to the US uh when I was very little, so I picked up on the American accent. No uh, problem. They brought you to the US from where? From Mexico. Yeah, just Rodriguez. The uh, is such a hard name. I just expected you with my racist, judgmental, prejudice <laughs> tendencies. I expected just a, some like, like, what's up, Vato? I love it. <laughs> what did the Kevin? What did hey. the Mexican say when his homework blew out the window? <laughs> I have no idea. Come back here, essay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, I got. I got something uh, to show you on Instagram. I sent you a profile from Greg Anderson. He is a 75th Ranger. Uh huh. I'm looking. Um, now. Thank you, by the way. I appreciate this. Yeah. I'll look now. Greg. Greg. Anderson. He is a 75th Ranger. Yes, Greg Anderson. He's from Lake Stevens, Washington, uh, Seattle. 
somewhere around there. Is he a blue check and, mark? I see a guy with a blue check mark. Yes, he is. Okay. He is. And he posted a video. I'm not sure if it was on TikTok or if it was on Facebook, but it went viral. And his command saw it. And uh, he got in trouble. They decided to put him on, on leave. And later on, he was fired. And I think that might have been right before the George Floyd riot. Okay. And you you have to get this guy on. You have got to get this guy on. He's a CrossFit gym owner. He's a jiu-jitsu guy. Look he's at he's got, he's got he, Here's what I I like the three kids, but keep scrolling down. Yeah, the the three kids are cool. And um, but that's the that that's the first photo I clicked. The one of the the girl okay. the woman in this in the sauna. I would have clicked. The, yeah, yeah, that's what I clicked. Guilty, guilty. Okay, uh, sh- sure, we'll put him on. You know what? I, I I'll, I'll go through his account and check him out. The thing is, I don't. Um, when I see that other people, Kevin, have a podcast, I don't think they're going to want to come on to my podcast because I don't want to do anyone else's podcast now that I have my own. Even though Matt tells me I should, because like. I, <laughs> Like, I don't want, like, I don't, this vet, I only have so many good words and jokes that are going to come out of this mouth. I don't want to waste them on someone else's podcast. All right. I know, but I'll try, yeah, but I'll try, never, I'll try. For sure. I never, I never realized that, you know, um, it, 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 might, it, it might not be true. It might not be true. Look at, I'm sending, um, I want you to see, uh, I'm sending, I copied and pasted the URL in my text messages. And then right now watch Susan's eyes. That's what Susan looks like when you got text. <laughs> Think. Awesome. See how he, yeah, yeah, see that? He looked at his phone. <laughs> How's it got through? <laughs> ah, there um, oh, wow. I just saw this text come through. We're going to do Josh and Paul Saladino in the same podcast on the Josh and Sevon podcast. Uh, that's going to be interesting, guys. Josh Bridges, a former, you know, amazing games athlete, former Navy SEAL. It looks like we're going to have Paul Saladino. He wants to do carnivore diet. I think he's dabbling in carnivore diet. So we're going to have Paul Saladino on, and Josh is going to pepper him with questions. I hope they both have their shirts off. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for answering. All right. Uh, well, one more uh, thing, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for the um, insight. One more thing. What did the Mexicans say when the house fell on them? <laughs> what? Get off me, Holmes. <laughs> Those are yours, free of charge. You call the show and you get racist humor. I'll be sure to come back prepared next time. Thank you. All right, bye. Thank you. Hey, Sevon. Yes. How do Germans tie their shoes? How do Germans what? Tie their shoes. How? With Nazis. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's good. It's the only one I got. Oh, do you have your YouTube on? I'm hearing the echo of the phone even after I answer. Hey, what's up, Washington? No. Nope, Connecticut. Ah, damn. Oh, Connecticut. So you got a hood there that I walked through that I was fucked with too. Where? Uh, <laughs> what's the college there? Um, Yale. What do you? Yale. Have? Yale. Yeah, that's a scary. That. What's the name of that town? New Haven. Yeah, that's do not some, go. Yeah, that is some scary shit Stay there away. too. I've been fucked with hardcore there. I, I used to have this girlfriend there. Uh. I hate that place. But anyway, that's not why I called. Greek girl. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so I've been in CrossFit since the early days. This is like talking to Dave Castro. She has to have control of the entire conversation. (laughs) Okay, you love black men. Sorry. No, I got to go quick. You do CrossFit Um, and you love black men. Glassman. Glassman. (laughs) 
I love the series. I love the whole thing. Okay. Nowadays, anyone, like my gym was always like Glassman to the T. Yes. Now my gym is more like they're embracing it more after wanting to de-affiliate. And now I'm just like, now somebody is in charge who's got like, I'm not going to say anything political, but I just feel like anyone embracing CrossFit right now, I find them suspect. Oh, okay. so so I see. So you're saying your gym like really, really like Greg, like the message he was pushing. Then um, uh, they like him even more now. No, okay. <laughs> they so my doubled, gym was d- doubled down by... on his love for him when other people started him. hating him. Go oh, ahead. No, no, no. Let me let me back up. I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, Savan. That's okay. My gym was owned by an OG crossfitter. That's original gangster for people who it. don't know that term. Yeah. Original gangster for those we know that if you're born in the seventies uh, and listen to rap music <laughs> in the nineties. Go on. I just have to translate for because my audience is young and and young. I thought it was yeah, you're true, you're true. Okay, go so on. So anyway, OG CrossFit theories. You know, question of the day, nutrition. You know, these are our tenants. Blah blah blah. Well, he sold it to somebody who kind of got away from that. But it was still convenient for me, so I'm still going. Ah, yes. Then they decide they're gonna they're all gonna deaffiliate when Glassman has some something against what their political beliefs are. Floyd and 19. we all threw a Floyd. fit. We're like, you cannot deaffiliate. Floyd nineteen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can't deaffiliate. Yeah. I agree. So she begrudgingly kept the gym ah. affiliated. I wonder what and her now, year, I wonder what her yearly fee is. Do you think she's how old is she? Is she a five hundred dollar a year person, or you know where she falls? I, I have in the fee? no. I I don't know. I just go to the gym and work out. I don't know what the okay, okay. hierarchy is there. Okay. But anyway, now that we have this guy in charge, I, Rosex Rosex is he in charge? <laughs> yeah, with we his with his modern day issues. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, now he's so cool. She's embracing the whole CrossFit methodology, which I find is suspect. And, and, and what is the whole CrossFit methodology? You mean in terms of the original journal articles, what Greg wrote? Oh, no. Now she wants to be totally CrossFit. But but what is totally CrossFit? Oh, I'm, cross, like, I'm affiliated with CrossFit. Now that oh, oh, we have somebody yeah. in charge with a cool in, <clears throat> in you know hip disease or whatever, yeah, taking so- time off for mental health. So there's there's things that Greg knew that like every every smart mom knows. You should never ever ever try to make money. You should find something you love and the money will come. It, 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 you should never ever work out to try to find happiness. You should work out and happiness will come. Happiness is not a metric of uh is not a metric someone should pursue. It doesn't work like that. It's a byproduct. This the same with money. You, you will not those of us who are doing what we love to do you have endless energy to do it. Endless. You don't even know where it's coming from. Endless free energy. People who love raising their kids, people who love doing podcasts, people who love training other human beings. So um, when when you see uh, when you see something like the um, the new the, he changed um, whatever one of the metrics or one of the uh, company's statements new mottos is happiness it's like fitness health and happiness you know something's wrong it's the exact same thing with the second you see a dei council you know something is wrong something is very very sick and convoluted 
Mm-hmm. The world yeah. does not. The world does not work like that. Corporate America. Yeah. Um. It. Th- and I could go into all that, but yeah, it's um. There. Those are. She's a. She's a tool. I, I don't mean it even in an offensive way. She's a tool. I mean, good. Good honor. Um. It's. It's. It's like this. There was a guy on. I, I was. There was a guy. There's some stoic guy that has a lot of followers on Instagram, and I was talking, telling people what a piece of shit he is for pushing the vaccine. And someone sent my DMs. Hey, asshole, you're against the vaccines, and this guy's for the vaccines, and so he's an asshole. No, no, no. It's not like that at all. I've, one, I'm not against the vaccines, but when you push the vaccines, what you're doing is, is you're arguing people's limitations for them, and that is a vile behavior. Not everyone, but 99% of the rhetoric that comes between pushing the vaccines is arguing their limitations. What does that mean? That means you're telling someone that there's something that they can't do on their own and that they need someone else for. Yeah, but Savan, you don't, you don't ridicule people because they got it. No, but no, they no, ridicule have to, have... us because we don't get it. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I can t- slice it a thousand different ways. You're, you're right. It's just that this, uh, yeah, it's, it's so a bummer. We, it's a we bummer. We all get pers- it. Yeah. How old? Yeah, you, we how old all your, get it. But how old's your owner of your gym? I don't know, maybe forty-five-ish. Yeah. How long have they owned it for? Uh, probably about five years. The thing is, but has never really embraced the CrossFit mentality until just recently. Hey, and, and I, when it, she, I don't blame when she them. wanted to deaffiliate, we were just like, "What? <laughs> you know, yeah. what? What it's, for?" It sounds like it sounds like she's just following essentially like what the crowd's doing, what they they yeah. see on the internet as the in cool thing to do, and then they just yeah. attach themselves to that. It doesn't really sound. But like I'm just wondering if anybody about. else there, OG CrossFitters, feel the same way. Like anybody really like starting to embrace it? I wonder. I just see it as suspect. Like, are you really in it for the CrossFit? Are you really in it for the you know atmosphere of this new leadership? I mean, what is to be? Yeah, whatever. I don't know what yeah. the leadership is. I just go to six a.m. Do my workout, get it done, go the next day. It's it's. Are you married? Are you married? Day, so. I am not married right now. No. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I do. Oh, does he work out there? He does not. No. Oh, where did you meet him? In the cabinet world. Oh, I didn't realize this was yeah. you. Yes. Oh, well, here the we cabinet go. Gal. I'm piecing it all together. <laughs> piecing it all together. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, he appreciates my my CrossFit um, career or my CrossFit life, but he does not participate. He I, has his own type of exercise. I was thinking this morning how important it is to have um, attractive people at the front of businesses. Like if there's two coffee shops right next to each other, I would go to the one that had like better looking people over the better coffee. <laughs> this is very true. It's retail. It's very true. I, I just so. like, I like, I, it's, I just like looking at people. It, it, it doesn't matter if it's a dude or, or a, uh, mm-hmm. a girl. They could be too attractive too. They could be too attractive too. <laughs> like if you're like so attractive, like I'm starting <laughs> to get uncomfortable around you, which is my fault. Not, I mean, I'm not blaming them. Yeah. Well, you want to interact with somebody pleasant looking, you know, they don't have to be, you know, model status, but at least they're, you know, not piercings and tattoos all over the place. Yeah. If your name is somewhat, 
if your name is Sevon and like people, people are like, aren't you upset that person said your name wrong? I'm like, no, I'm just glad that they tried to say my name. Cause when you have a fucked up first name, people will avoid saying it. Doors close for you. Do, do, like, like, <laughs> That's like, true. Yeah. yeah, people avoid saying, yeah. your name. it's, it's, it's a fucking mess. And so I can't call him. I can't even say his name. Yeah, right, right. Or I, yeah. I, I can't even say hi to him. I can't make eye contact with him because what if I have to say his name? And uh, and it's like that with like uh, stores too. Like if you have someone there that's like like the opposite is true. If you have someone there who's easy to look at, cha-ching, more yeah. sales. I have a lot of international business here. And the first thing I do is I write down their name, like exactly how it's spelled, and then I ask them for the phonetics of it and that, and I just repeat it. I mean, I... I and it's... It, goes a long way when you know the person's name and they don't mind when I write it down. You know, you got to know your customer and keep track of them. Yeah. Um, that's just smart sales. I was interviewing this. Then a half hour, a half hour into my consultation, I asked them if they remember my name and they never do. Oh, that's good. That's funny. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, I know, I know, names, your, I know your name. <laughs> anyway, I'm just wondering if anybody out there in the CrossFit space has that same sort of, I do know your name going I, on in their box. I do know your name. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm just not saying it. Cause like, cause, cause, cause you said you worked out. I don't want there to be anything weird between you and that box. Although you have a very distinct no. voice and they probably are listening now. And no, those people don't listen to this show. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. They don't know. Although I think more and more haters are listening to it, which is kind of cool. Well, that means we're big time. Yeah. That's true. Well, right. I wanted to say hello to Will and Caleb. It's nice to have them. Okay. Do you want to see Caleb? Well, I've seen him. Yeah, I okay. saw him. What on uh, Adler's podcast, right? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was him. on Adler's podcast. Yes, hello. And uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know where Will is. Will Will has been really getting ready for Wadapalooza. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Yep. Okay. I hope it's as organic as it was for the games. That was awesome. It will be so orgasmic. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I... <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, I used to have a podcast called Meet the Parents, and I should just tell you guys, I don't know if it's any good or not, but um, it is. if you want to just hear me talk about parenting and kids and that stuff, you should go over there um, and, and listen to those episodes. I think there's like 10, 20, 30 episodes. It's called Meet the Parents. I should plug that more, it, not because I want it to grow, but just I, I know I used to really like listening to parenting podcasts when I first had kids. Yeah, Ryan Holiday, that guy. Yeah, th there's no, there's no, there's no enlightenment and being pro-vaccine. I'm so sorry to say that and be so dogmatic. There is no enlightenment and pro-vaccine. They, they are not. No one is sitting under a tree connecting with. Um, uh, the eternal source and, and doesn't see what's going on here. And by doesn't see what's going on here, I don't mean like all the fucking like the Chinese are out to get us and this and that. And I don't mean that. What do you mean, Savon? I mean, that just everything's okay. Like Bob Marley said. Um, what else do we have going on here? My, I, I was with my sister the other day and my sister said, does anyone ever call you on your bullshit? And I go, what are you talking about? call me on my bullshit she's like well you, you go off for like five minutes about all this negative stuff about Katrin david's daughter and then you say that uh you, you don't dislike her it's like yo man i mean it's, it's fair it's a fair question i don't have um any misconceptions about anyone here being perfect yeah i don't think like, you're negative about her 
at all. Mm-hmm. I think you just explained the situation, which was a negative situation. Yeah. Her, but yeah. you don't like outright say like, oh, I hope she trips on this next event and her career folds. Or, you know, there's nothing negative to her. Oh, here, look at you. Right. Thank you. So, so, uh, 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 someone just wrote in JJA said, Steffi Cohen said on a podcast that Ryan Holiday is a stoke writer, but not a stoke practitioner. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's true. I used to love his books and then I started hearing him over the pandemic on podcasts and I was really disappointed by his mindset. Yeah. It, it there, there's something you can see if you sit still. And, uh, and no one, no one who, who is in that space, um, is chasing, uh, a cure outside, a cure outside of them. Um, I don't know who Lane Norton is. Uh, where was I? Oh, so I don't have a dilute. There's these people out there and there's a lot of them out there and they're good people, but th- you'll meet them. They'll be your best friend. And then all of a sudden they don't like you. And what's happened is, is these people have set the bar for you and for friendship so high that they never have any friends. They just jump from friend to friend to friend. And so let me give you an example um, you're friends with someone and, uh, here's probably a really typical one. You're friends with someone, you talk to them every day for a month and then they call you and you don't answer and you don't respond for like two days. And now they hate you. Like they thought you were perfect or, um, all of a sudden you can't do play dates with their kids anymore for a week. And now they're upset because they, they see on your social media that you were doing them with someone else. Like, I don't have those expectations on people. The bar is very, 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 very low. And those expectations are selfish. Like just because I ask you something and come into your life and expect your time doesn't mean you have to oblige. Right. Like that's me. That's a selfish request. If I'm like, hey, let's hang out on Saturday. And you're like, shit, dude, I can't busy this next week, but I'll get to you. And then I decide that now I'm mad at you because you're prioritizing things differently than I am. Like, yeah, check yourself. Um, along that vein, Susan, I had this friend who had this, this is uh, 15, 20 years ago. I had this friend and he had this girlfriend and all of a sudden, like he would never do shit with me. And he would always be like, Oh, I got to do this with my girlfriend. Oh, I got to pick her up. I got to do this with her. And, and, and I was like, I would be telling my dad, like, man, fuck this bitch. She's taking all this time, blah, 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 blah. And my dad finally is like, Hey, he doesn't want to hang out with you. I was just blaming his girl. Right. And so was he. So was he. <laughs> My dad's like, yo, quit being an idiot. I, 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 I love friends like that. That was my dad. Uh, when are you doing a podcast about Caesar? I don't know when he's dead. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> When are you going to do, Sousa? Lane Norton is a PhD nutritionist, gets heated debates, has been on Joe Rogan podcast. I, I, I have no business debating a PhD. No, no, Josh. Wait, I don't know. No, well, 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 I wasn't talking about Josh, but it is very interesting what's going on with Bridges, right? It is very interesting. He's like, I, I bet you if we saw Josh, his feet don't touch the ground anymore. He's like, like hovering. Oh yeah. He he's that. high. He, yeah. He's high as a kite. Whenever Caleb, it leaks you have out a, on, onto that Instagram page of his, you know, he's in deep. Yeah. Do you have a picture of what Bridges is doing? Who Bridges is doing? What he's doing? I can't remember if it was on a story. We'll see if Caleb can pull it up. Do you have a picture of him doing it? Um, yeah. 
One of these days, I'm going to spit my coffee just all over the computer screen. Oh, I, I watched that Heber and I, I think I talked about this a little bit. I watched that Heber and Mars podcast with uh, Justin and Fraser, and it says they compete, but they don't compete. I mean, they do compete. And I sent Heber and Mars a text. I'm like, holy, before I watched the video, I was like, holy shit, dude, I can't believe you guys got this. You guys are fucking amazing. I, t- I told them they'd be gods if they got Vellner and Ricky Garrard on the same show or, or, or Ricky Garrard and Fraser. But, but then I watched the show and, and, and yeah, there yeah, he yeah. is crazy Zoom in on that second real quick. Get some face shots in there. Get us a headshot, Kayla. And look, look how she even dresses. I mean, it's crazy. He's yeah, that's enough. Let's yeah, that's, that okay. was enough, Caleb. That was about to get crazy. Was, I want to maintain my friendship with Josh. I don't know. No, Josh hasn't been married forever. Um, so in that video, and, and what's crazy is that they 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 do a paper paper plane throwing contest, and there's the perfect example of there why being smart is not always the best um thing for you because they both make paper airplanes and and matt make one matt matt makes the smarter smarter paper airplane but it is like anyone with any street fucking knowledge anyone who is a playground legend like myself knows that is the worst airplane you could ever make for a throwing contest but it's the smart airplane i mean it's it's like you see him make this airplane and you're kind of like man maybe i should get out a piece of paper and make this one too i, I wanted to but man like the, it's it's embarrassing that he thinks that plane can beat Justin Medeiros's plane. Um, it's as embarrassing as Kalipa or Spieler's throw in, in in that in that CrossFit game one year. I mean, it's just crazy. But it just shows like Matt's really smart, but like that smart doesn't win. Like, yeah, and I, I think when it comes to these newer athletes, <clears throat> he's investing his time, like he's investing his money. So he's just casting out a wide net, getting a bunch of PR photos like with them, helping them out, kind of being in their corner. And then all he has to does do is just wait to see which one starts to take off and then just really attach themselves to them. And then boom, he's completely relevant with the new champion, like lock and step. Does this so have anything to do with strategy? Oh, oh, this is kind of a s- separate line of thinking, not, yeah. not regarding the P- Okay. Oh, so stay close to Mal O'Brien. Stay close to, uh, yeah. And, and, dude, who would, and dude, I don't think he, who wouldn't want to be stay close to Matt? Yeah. I mean, look at me following the rich playbook. Yeah, look at me. I was just I I just stayed in fucking Matt's aura until he fucking until this thing took off. Mm. By the way, guys, which helped him. Maybe, maybe some people think it hurt him by doing the I mean, podcast. In my in my biased opinion, I really think it helped him. I think it helped give him a platform where he could freely talk and this is a you make it very easy for guests to look good on here. So, I that's where I think that kind of played in. But again, I'm Thank super you. biased, so Thank you. Um yeah, and and anyway, anyway, I I I think that um you people would be a fool to not um. By the way, his his book's coming out. Uh, could you pull up Fraser's Instagram? <laughs> Thanks, what's Caleb. His, what's his book about? Is it like his story, or is it like his training methodology, or? I don't know what it's about, but he's doing this thing where he's gonna read along. He's gonna like have the book open and do a live Instagram feed where he talks about the book, and he he actually sells it really well. I think it's on January 18th. I actually want to mess with it. I want I want to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be picking it up. I wish he would um I wish he would do that on my YouTube station so I could get some followers. Um <laughs> Hey, even if you did, it would like it would go backwards still. <laughs> 
Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can hear the audio on this. The perennial games athletes, we weren't too concerned about getting cut, but we didn't want to put ourselves into a deficit. Four rounds of a 400-meter run, three legless rope climbs, seven squat snatches at 185. People like Belner and I, I don't think we were too concerned about getting cut, but we were both going into that games. I think we were, I know we were both trying to make a statement because we talked about it immediately after. We could have... See, so that's the stuff I like. Like, yeah. he, he's gonna come. He's gonna come on Instagram and talk about his book and give us some insight of like him and Velner's relationship. And like, like I, I never knew that talking to Matt that like him and Vel he suspects or he's proclaiming here that him and Velner both came out really hard on event number one to make a statement to each other. And I just like that kind of stuff. It's kind of it's like it's like yeah. I imagine. That, that's what be. makes it fun too, you know. <clears throat> Matt's book is going to be all the same shit you've already heard from him. <laughs> oh, okay, that's another uh, that's another perspective. Uh, well, okay. Um, thank you, Travis. Oh, Let's is Travis positive. doing our shirts? I think we Sorry. need to get him some sort of design that we oh. approve. But okay. um, yes, Travis has uh, very kindly offered to help us out. One one of the teams at Wadapalooza has said that they wanted to wear all Sevon branded shit, Sevon podcast branded shit. Yeah. I got a cricket machine so we could just uh, make like one-offs and then iron them onto shirts here if we wanted to. She's hey Nick, take your finger out of your mouth, Nick. <laughs> uh, he wrote as much of that book. That's what I tell my kids all day. I just can't help it. Anytime I see, oh, he wrote as much of that book as he writes his programming. None. I come on, guys, come on, come on. Marconi, are we getting? Did we reach out to Marconi? Are we getting Jake Marconi on? Yeah, we reached out to him. Yep, we reached out to him. Some of the vicious rumors that have started on this show is that Jake Marconi is banging Danielle Brandon. I don't think that's true, but I just I, I, I like <laughs> when I saw them at that uh, pr promoting Wadapalooza. I just just my brain imagined uh, immediately went there, but I don't think they are. But um. But he works for Matt, uh, and I think he's part of the Hard Work Pays Off training crew. But what's also fascinating is that I, it looks like he's top-notch athlete who wants to go to the games. I hope we can get him on. <clears throat> All righty. Let's not uh, get easy, guys. Easy, guys. Easy, guys. Let's not uh, – Let's not. I mean, we still need to keep uh, O'Keefe close. Let's not beat up on his uh, pony. Um, did you guys see – this video of Nate Diaz entering the stadium at UFC and he kind of does a faint on a guy like that. And the guy throws his beer up in the air. Did you guys <laughs> see that? Can we see that Caleb? The guy, this is incredible. We watched this like five times in a row, by the way, check this out guys. <laughs> this is so funny. Aha. I, I forget which UFC this was. This is a couple of weeks ago. Caleb's going to queue it up here or maybe or not, whatever don't, or don't. <laughs> but anyway, we have both clips. We have the clip of Nate of Nate. Uh, is it? It's, it's Nate. No, it's Nick. Nick. No, it's Nate. No, no. It's Nate. It's Nate. Nate. That's Nate. We have, we have the video of Nate um, doing the faint and the guy throws his beer up in the air. And then we also have the follow-up video of the guy's response to it that he makes from home, which is pretty good. Okay, here we go. Check this out. This is good stuff. Here we go. Action. Oh shit. Hey, you think they've done something to this, Caleb, so you can't play it on YouTube? Oh, no, here, here, it go, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Crazy. What do you think that guy said to him? I, I'm dying to know the backstory there. Yeah. 
Hey, that guy there later on, um, that, that guy, first of all, what's that guy doing inside the like security area? I mean, that guy's, that guy's a fighter and a professional MMA fighter with a record of like two and seven. And what's he doing inside of there? And then later on, he gets into a fight. He tries to fight the Island boys. Do you know who that is? Those guys, they're like yeah. uh, Instagram phenomenon now. Yeah. He tries to fight those guys. That's like fighting like Chris Cross. Man. I've tried to reach out to Nate a couple of times to surprise you to see if we get him on the podcast. Oh, God. yeah. One of my one of my buddies, Wes Kitts, had him at Cal Strength when he was training to go to the Olympics a while back and kind of made a connection. And I was hoping to be able to work that and surprise you with it. But so far, nothing. I would I would uh, I would melt. Melt. Yeah. I'd be coming over for dinner for that one. Melt. Um, uh, and, and then and then and then Caleb, can we watch that guy's response? I kind of like this guy, though. I like I, well, I don't like the fact that he tried to get in two fights in one night, you know, I, I, Dude, that's his style, though. And also, that's his, like, marketing scheme. Like, oh, just yeah. go, then, you know, walk around, talk shit, get in his face with somebody, and then there you go. Boom, he's back in the limelight. <laughs> yeah, and watch him here. Here, he, he's, he's trying to get a fight now. Of course. He, he wants a piece. Let's hear this. Everybody laughing. Ha ha. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. Nate Diaz is a bona fide female dog. He had the police with him, had the security protecting him. And you go flinch at me and try to circuit punch me when I'm not paying attention? And y'all think this man's a gangster? I think the world is fucked up and confused around here when they think about what is a real gangster. I'm a real street dog. I'm in the streets. Believe that. Anybody that know me know how one punch rocking. And we don't do shit while the police there. But anyway, back to why I'm making this video. Dana White, I seen you made a post. I seen. And you laughed. And you thought mm. it was funny. Mm. It was. I bet you won't think it's funny. You signed me for one fight and I knocked Nate Diaz the fuck out in the first round. Mm, get him. Guaranteed. No cap. I'm not playing no games. Because if I don't get this. Hello, I like world. I like, I, it. I like it too. I mean, he's I like fully it. taking it. advantage of the situation. And I think that's super smart but on his part. You know what I mean? I, I have more interest in watching that than um, Jake Paul um, fight Tyrone Woodley. Hundred percent. But but and, and that's not a dig at Tyrone Woodley or Jake Paul. I, I didn't. That was one of the first uh, fights I haven't bought in in five years, six years. That Jake Paul and Woodley too, and that's probably a mistake. That looked like actually like it was a good fight. I heard the first five rounds were asked though. This guy wouldn't last one round with Diaz. Well, we'll make it a cheap pay per view then. <laughs> Half price. <laughs> Diaz would light his lamp. Light your mama's lamp. Um there's this uh there's this belief that um hiring more cops will fix the massive, massive crime wave uh in this country. The crazy amount of murders, the crazy amount of theft that's going on. There are no amount of police officers that can stop what's happening now what happened is that the media did a full frontal assault using uh, black lives matter and other um, bullshit racist rhetoric to attack police officers and what do i mean by that they started singular – the media started singularly focusing on the handful of incidents 
in the country where white officers had altercations with black citizens. And when I say black, I mean the color of their skin um, that and use that to rally hatred towards uh, um, uh, police officers. And then all the white people in this country who are truly racist. Set, um, got got behind that under the name of not being racist, and, and why? And, and how do I know that? Because that's why they see it's racist. Because they're racist. I see a cop pulling a guy over, and I just see a cop pulling a guy over. It's because I'm not racist. Are you referencing this Al Jazeera article too? And and, 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 and I, I want to tell you something else. And, and ask any white boy this. Ask any every time I hear someone talk about what it's like being a black kid around cops it was like that for every white guy i know and i, I grew up in the bay area who is between the age of 12 and and and, and 28 like yeah for sure for sure the cops the cops were young men too they're not fucking around you can't be well, sitting in your fucking parking lot with a six pack of fucking mickeys drinking it throwing bottles they know yep so, so they know you're all stoned, all you 16 to fucking 35 year old boys. Hey, when Stay I stopped away doing, from the fucking cops, I blame him. But my point is, sorry, go ahead, Susa. I was just going to say, when I stopped doing dumb shits, I said shit, I stopped disliking the cops. <clears throat> yeah. You only like him when you're, when you're trying to do dumb shit. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Su- I've seen Susa change. Um, I've seen Susa change like before the show, too, and he's got a really nice body. He's hiding <laughs> it in that shirt. A really nice body, but you're right. Um, so, so there's this, uh, um, he's like a, he's like a, he's got like a baby's body. Like he got like hairless, like he's like a, a, like he's got all the muscles and he's like a, um, like a pinky, like a pinky, you know, those things like you feed your, uh, reptiles. Um, oh, oh, hey, hey, come on guys. Don't be mean. Come on. Don't uh, say, oh no, that's fine. That's fine. This one, this isn't cool. This isn't cool. You know, you know, Rob, you know, Robin's an ankle grabber. That ain't cool. I mean, unless Brian's cool with that. So um, the, the police are terrified. They're just not engaging people. They don't want to engage. They? they don't want to engage and they don't want to engage anyone. We've given them no leeway to make mistakes. They're yeah. there putting their lives on the line every single day, pulling up. I mean, most of you people don't talk to a stranger for a month. These fuckers have to talk to strangers a hundred times a day. And the worst people in society, straight just quackadoodles, quackadoodles all day, every day. And we give them no leeway. Oh, where are you now, Colin? It's insane. You Dude, know what the other thing I want to I, I hate it when Colin like <laughs> tries to badmouth the cops. No, no, no. There's no room for that. I, especially no. now, it's getting worse and worse. But one so of the things bad. that's crazy to me is that a lot of those people sitting in their chairs saying, I would have done this or the cop would have done this, have never even been in a street fight in their life. Right. And what I mean by that is if you are encountering violence on the street and there's nobody there to help or save you, that situation and that mindset is very different. So unless you've, unless you've experienced violence and had to deal with that in the street, by yourself or work through that situation, you have no room to question about what some of these officers are doing and what they've experienced. Right. A hundred percent. And, 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 and along that, there's some, along that same vein, there's someone's dad, brother, cousin, yeah. like, stop looking at them. Like they're like, stop looking at them. Like they're cops. 
Right. Like, like these are just people. And stay away from them. Trust me, I don't want I don't want to interact with cops either. But leave them alone and let them do their fucking job. And instead we've attacked them. I don't know if we ever heal from that. I don't I don't know how long it takes. Um, especially with all the cameras. Um I I, I don't I give police officers a, 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 just a ton of leeway. They have they. Yeah, all the ones that I've encountered and the ones that um, are in my gym and the ones that I work with <clears throat> are great people. And you know what the unfortunate thing is? Is the more that the media scrutinizes them and the more as a society as we scrutinize them, the good people, the good cops, the one you want in your community are leaving. They're saying, fuck this. Why would I deal with this? You know what I mean? And, that's and they're the not paid shit. And they're not no, paid they're shit. Not nearly what they should be. No. And they don't have resources. Same with the same with the firefighters that I work with. Right. These people do not right. have resources. Especially corporate America wants to tout, oh, mental health. You know, we even see it in our CrossFit world over here. Mental health, mental health. But then you ask what the resources are for our first responders. And, oh, well, we have them call somebody or somebody checks in and says, hey, even though you just witnessed that three-year-old getting ran over with their head crushed in the driveway because their parent was on freaking drugs or alcohol, we called and said, are you guys okay? <laughs> what are they going to say to that? They're going to say, yeah, we're fine, and they're going to move on. But they're not. Right, right. And they need better resources. Right. How, how is it that cops aren't given time to work out on every shift? Dude, I was once told they that I was be, pitching they my program. They be forced to. Go ahead. I was once told when I was pitching my program to a department that it's a liability to have them work out. Just like doing Fran at L1s is a liability. It's a liability. So you mean tell me somebody that wears a bulletproof vest and carries a gun on their hip. The worst possible thing we could have to do for them is have them work out. How come it's no one ever comments on how much I burp on the show? I burp a lot. I'm surprised I don't get tore up for that. I've never worn these glasses on the show. Mm, look good you i like so? the new wristbands i kind of look like an owl i i can't find my victos one so this is like some one that like my kid won out of a vending machine like where you put down the arm and you grab it and then this is like a rogue one that bill and katie gave me probably when they liked me when i had power when i when you have power man people like you you don't <laughs> have power they don't like you so muchy I asked lips and why he backs blm anyone who backs blm uh, i don't need to ask them I, I, I know. I know. I don't think I they know what they're backing. I understand their confusion. I understand their confusion. Okay. Let's go down the list of whiny bitchiness. Uh, I, tell, I, I got this funny story here. I don't know if I should tell it. It's a... It, it's a I, I, I'm trying to think how, if, like, if it, I don't want to use the people's names, <laughs> but, but it's so much more potent if I use <laughs> the names. It's so much better if you know who I'm talking this, about. If this is, is off the list you sent us, or is this something I don't have access to? No, you, you don't have access to this one. Okay. So, when, uh, towards, towards the end of, um, towards the end of the fucking, uh, right this is prior to floyd 19 i think this is at the games in 2019 i think um 
Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, Eric. One of the reasons why people get behind BLM, you have to understand that everyone who's selling something on the internet, not everyone, but most people selling things on the internet are sellouts. Like the people you really, really like and admire, they're, it, it, we're just surrounded by sellouts. It's so hard for some people not to be a sellout. Like just imagine, I just always remind myself, would I, if Coke um, said, hey, we want you to drink a Coke on your show and go, mm, I love this. And they gave me a million dollars and I couldn't, and I had to sign a note saying I couldn't tell you guys what was going on, that I was paid to do it. Would I do it? Like I just keep reminding myself. Now, now granted, like, I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know if Coke ever does that to me or does that to anyone, but these people have gone down a, a, a narrow alley. Like imagine you're selling, um, uh, I, I don't want to use, uh, anything that any of my friends are selling. Let's say you're selling socks, right? And you sell a thousand socks a month and it's how you put, you pay, put food on your table. And then all of a sudden, um, all of this stuff and you live in Ferguson and then all of a sudden the BLM riot burns down your factory and you want to be like, Hey man, this has nothing to do with um, helping black people. BLM's complete bullshit. I employ 30 black people and they fucking burn down my sock factory and the blah, blah. And you, uh, you would lose half your sock sales for saying that the BLM's bullshit. So, the, so, and, and, and matter of fact, if they say that, oh, I, I'm willing to take the sacrifice for the BLM thing and it's okay, they burnt down my factory, you might sell 2,000 socks. Like it's just whatever the narrative is, but, but it eventually backfires if you don't do the right thing. For those of you who are like losing hope, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. The truth is, will always come back and uh, don't lose hope. They can it, do not lose no matter what the plants take over earth in the end. Mm -hmm. if that helps you see the picture. No matter what, no one's going to destroy the earth. We might destroy ourselves on the earth, but, but, but the good guy always wins. Okay. So it was like the 2020 uh, CrossFit games. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I've told this story. I've told this. I've told most of the details of the story before. Might as well just come out and say this story. So there was the, there's this guy, the, the, the CEO of CrossFit at the time was banging the chick who replaced me as head of media, even though no one would tell me when I would ask, Hey, is she running media or am I running media? Even though there are only like six people in the department to my face, they'd be like, Oh no, you run media still. But, but I didn't, she ran media. And this chick was the mistress of the current CEO and they were both married. So there's a CEO and he's married. And then his mistress who he bought on board, who's also married. I've told you about this girl before. She, this is the one that the CEO tried to bring into our executive meetings. And Nicole Carroll's like told the CEO, yo, this bitch can't be in here. We've worked way too hard to be in here. Now you got your beaver in here just because she's your beaver. And granted, it wasn't just because she was his beaver. She was smart, but, but, but anyway, so, so he, so he took her out for a little while and then brought her back. And then eventually she got my position and that was the plan all along. But anyway, Greg sent a text and I don't remember the contents of the text directly, but he sent it to one employee, basically slamming these two for their relationship. Not, not harshly, but like, I can't believe this fucking guy brings his chick everywhere and, and like why don't they just get a hotel room and stay or whatever he said something right and he sent it to the ceo instead of this other dude you guys follow me on that you guys you guys get what happened so he's he's ripping on this on the ceo of the company who's who's married who's banging this chick who's married 
and and he's kind of ripping on their relationship and just what a fucking clusterfuck it is and how it's like it's sort of the downfall of the CEO because he's just oh, getting tooled no. by her. There's the, <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna digress a second. There's this group of women out there that are like dude fuckers. And what do I mean by that? Like their whole goal as women is to prove that they're better than men. You know them. Everything is like um, it, like if you say, hey, you look nice today. Would you say that to a man? Oh, man, you pulled into that parking spot. That was amazing. <laughs> Would you say that to a man? Hey, good job on your up today. Would you say that to a man? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like they bring their they bring the sex thing to everything. I mean, there's people who do that with racism, too. And and then these another characteristic of these women. Don't get me wrong. There's men like this, too. But let's just pick on women for a second. There's these women. These women have to be the smartest person in the room. Always smarter than the men. Everything is like woman power, woman power. By the way, Nicole Carroll was not like that at all. I want to be very clear. I'm, I'm not not at all. She was confident in just whatever the fuck she was. She was a badass. And um, didn't matter if she was a girl or the dude. Anyway, so this chick was like that that was banging the CEO. And like part of me knew or speculated that her whole – like she was just hunting. She was a big game hunter. She was 20 years younger than this dude, and she just wanted to fuck him just to like to, like, like to put a flag on the moon. <laughs> you know, I would love to have Nicole on. Power I would love to have Nicole on. I don't think I don't know if it would be good for her 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 uh status. Um uh I don't I, I don't know if it would be good for her status with the company, but I would love to have her on. I'd like to have her as a regular guest. We might get her one day. Um you know who I should have on, which is just stupid. I, I'm intimidated to have him on is her her, her boyfriend, Tosh. That would be uh, cool. His veteran uh, thing he's got going on looks really cool. And he's got a crazy story, man. I watched a whole two-hour movie about him. Mm -hmm. And then I also, if you go to his wiki page, he's gnarly. I, I want to hear the – I I have to like think I'm big time enough that I can ask him about that story before I have him on. What uh, Brian Shantosh. Brian Shantosh. You I, guys should look up his wiki. It's yeah, not a I, joke. I feel like we could get him – we may have a good chance of having him on because I think him and James are pretty good buddies. And he, I, I, I think I'm pretty good buddies with him too, but in a weird way, not not in, in a different way than James is good buddies with him. But Brian is, um, yep. and he's so fun to be around. Oh my God, he's so fun to be around. If you ever get a chance to be around, oh, I didn't know he's younger than me. If you ever get a chance to be around this guy, um, it's free, uh, it's free energy. He's dumping. I think they're going to row across the Atlantic Ocean or something crazy too. Yes. Yes, That's I could pretend smart. like I'm having him on the show to talk to him about that and then ask him about what happened in Fallujah or wherever he was. The old bait and switch. Um, yeah, Hobart got the jab. Hobart got a lot of people got the jab. A lot of people got the jab. Jabby jabby. Uh so so anyway, that was a pretty funny story. I was thinking about it the other day while I was <laughs> I was trimming my pubes back. Some of my pubes were were longer Wait, than my penis. So what what and, happened uh, there? What happened? That was the end. That was the end. Well, the guy that, never sent anything back, and Greg never sent. No, the CEO or... pretended pretended to have a temper tantrum and acted like it offended him. And and then and then ba basically what happened was, and, and there's this. So, oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know if it's time. All right, part two. We'll bookshelf it there. <laughs> you guys but the the, the part forward. is is that that's very close to when that guy. Depending on who you talk to, quit or got fired. Well, but you won't believe you won't believe how it ends. It's <laughs> awesome. It couldn't. It's it was amazing. It was so fucking good. It was crazy. I love these stories. 
You, you, you know, it, it, part of me is just sadistic. You know, like in those, in those, uh, you know, when there's like a, a movie and there's, there's like 20 guys in the middle of the street and they're all shooting each other and just like you're watching the bad guys die, but you're watching some of your characters die. It was like that. <laughs> then Dave, so then Dave was the CEO. That's when Dave became the CEO. And that was crazy two months. That was crazy because Dave started taking it back to the old school. We started going like headed straight for 2009 media team. Like I would have loved to see it what was, he would have done. With it like was crazy. His belt. And people were like, oh, he's just a shill for Greg. Dude, they, you couldn't have been further from the truth. But anyway, but um, it was just funny that this guy was offended by the fact that Greg was sending like, – like, like if you find out if, that people are talking shit about you because – you're fucking a married woman while you're married like like chill man it's cool of course like of course they're talking shit about you I think, yeah and i'm surprised don't get upset. yeah don't get upset about it just be like damn okay <laughs> and, and it's kind of there's a thing about that that people don't realize until you get married and, and then or you have a girlfriend there's this thing that you have to realize like outside of all the judgment moral judgment right wrong line stealing like blah 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 who cares about any of that i don't care about but uh, th th this is a true effect if you have oh nice of you to show up colin that we're fucking almost done with the show um if you um if you are with a group of, if you work in a workplace and you find out that one of the couples, like let's say one of your peers has been cheating on his wife or that his wife has been cheating on him. It sends ripples to, through all the other couples. All of a sudden, everyone's relationship becomes unstable. It's the same thing if like, um, you know, let's say, um, uh, God forbid, I was to get a divorce with Haley. All the people I know would be like, oh, my God, I thought their relationship was perfect. And then they start questioning their own. Maybe I should get a divorce. Like things become mm -hmm. possible for other people. It's like when someone breaks the five minute mile or the four minute mile, then all of a sudden other people start doing it. It sends ripples. And the cheating thing is is like like. Like those of you who are out there cheating on your spouses, no judgment, cheat away, fuck whoever you want. Don't tell anyone about it. Don't spread the disease. Like don't be, because then other people start doing it and you don't, you don't want it to become like a phenomenon like that. Yeah. That's worse Eubanks, than the cheating itself. At my level two, Dave Eubanks said something that, that stuck with me that we actually reference a lot in our meetings with uh, my staff and coaches. And it's um, when something's happening in the gym or in your business or whatever, there's two things, either you're creating it or you're allowing it. There's no in between either you've created that problem or you're continuing to allow that problem. It doesn't just happen without your control. Right. I like that. Dave, Dave said that in your level two. Yeah. What was the context? That seems weird. I think it was just a general question about, Hey, we have people that want to work out in the corner on their own because they're going to be training for some competition and it starts to disrupt the class, but I don't want to like kick them out because they're, you know, high level competitor, whatever. It was something along that line. And he basically was like, dude, that's on you. Go, go handle your business. And then kind of gave that line. I like it. Uh, uh, Mehmet, Mehmet, I refuse to answer you. You are Turkish, and I was raised to see you as people who hurt Armenians. <laughs> Mehmet. That's I just did, in your mind, Sevan. Oh, mind. oh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> Mehmet, thank you for the question. That is a great fucking question. I did. I nope, did. First one fired. <laughs> I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I didn't leave. Mehmet, I didn't. Yeah, well, you oh, you're on try. his last name. I thought. Yeah, you, you try. You try. I'm not trying. Hey, does he have a man bun? Say thanks for your question, man. No, it looks like a very nice side part, gelled side part. I can't. I can't see though. It's a nice photos. Nice depth of field. 
Yeah, that's like a LinkedIn headshot there. LinkedIn quality. Nice bow tie. Uh, I, Met- I, I, I don't. You know, um, I don't know this for certain, but I think Dave and the people who worked there, even the ones who hated me with a passion, uh, really respected my work ethic. I stayed true to. I, I worked hard. It was all I cared about, um, and I stayed true to the methodology. And I'm uh, I'm extremely loyal on a. Um, but but some people might not see me as loyal because it like if you're if you're if you're because I talk a lot because because I have no problems like saying stuff about you that maybe you don't want to hear. But on the big level, like I got your back. Like, like I was part of the team. I got your back. Like no matter what I would, I would come, I would come, I would come get you. Even, even if, even if we weren't like close, like I said, like I was, I was a team player. I can separate my personal from that other stuff. Sevon in 1999, I helped organize the friendship games pulling between Turkey and Greece. You're a good dude. Cobra. Uh, this is my buddy Cobra Rhodes. I met Cobra while filming Pulling John, and then um, I was just talking to Cobra the other day, and he was filming. He was uh, filming a movie with uh, Will Smith in I want to say on the East Coast. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. Sorry if I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, I know he sent me pictures that I wasn't supposed to share, and I didn't. I didn't, Cobra. I did not share them, and those were cool photos. Uh. All of you, uh, w- once again, I want to say the, the 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 help. Those of you who are going to help us at Wadapalooza, and there's so many of you, and probably we're going to choose three or four. That is not a paid position. What you will do is you will stand probably throughout the day, close enough to Sousa to where you guys exchange like old air you guys breathe together. So there'll be that kind of intimacy. Um, but it's it's hard work, and I don't want people who are the going there to take fucking pictures with Velner or to ask you know Ricky Garrard to like shake his hand. It's hard work. You're gonna stand there. You're gonna hold an iPhone all day. You're maybe gonna get a free cup of coffee out of Sousa, and it's 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 not glamorous, but you can help, and it will be fun, and it will be a great experience. And 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 we'll all build, start building a relationship together, and who knows where this goes. And I like to think of the fact that we're gonna do something at Wadapalooza that is going to be in really small letters, revolutionary, not like massively revolutionary, but we're going to use this software StreamYard and we're going to use iPhones and we're going to have a ton of different angles that other people haven't had. And there's going to be people there. Thank you, Heidi, your doll. There's going to be people there who, would you say that to a man? If that was a man, <laughs> would you have said, thank you, you're a doll? Um, th- there's go- going to be... Um, we're going to show angles and behind the scenes in a live event that I don't think has ever been done before. And, and because we don't care, like if we succeed or fail, there's going to be a freeness and fun to it. So um, I am the only thing I'm a little concerned about is, is that the bandwidth is going to be so crappy with the phones there that the service is going to be interrupted and intermittent. And um, maybe uh, not. We had okay stuff at the games. So but even if it, right. And even if it is, don't worry, we'll still do, we'll still do stuff. But like my vision for this is going to be is just like basically like a live behind the scenes, and I and I'm and I'm pumped for it. Yeah, we got a couple people. Looks <laughs> like we have one one person that looks like they're going to be pretty solid, and then um, I just spoke with somebody this morning that reached back. The nurse again. lady, the yeah, nurse lady, saying she's like she is really uh, interested in it, and so I got her contact and said that I would set up a text thread with with us, and then um, we'll kind of go from there. Um. Uh, did you ever meet Lillian Fuentes? No. 
I'm familiar with her though. Oh, I tried I to get her. her. I, I I met her through Instagram and I tried to get her, but she's too big time now. Yeah. And I'm just worried about two things. Number one, when people say this, I, I just hope they realize that if, and the thing that I just want to be honest about, like if you're going there to enjoy yourself <laughs> and to enjoy your, this event and you're doing this because this is your, you know, four day vacation from what you're doing, you, you most likely do not want to sign up to be on with us. Yeah. It's because it's just, it's going to be a lot of work. Like, of course you're going to like, your back is going to hurt us, but yeah, it's going to be like, it's going to be work. So I just don't, yeah, I just don't want you to think like, you know, you could check in, check out and then whatever. And it's going to be hard. Like the thing you said, Zevon is like, they need some time to acclimate to the situation. So we're ideally, we would like to have you for the the whole weekend. So that way you could acclimate, you can kind of get your feelers out there. Then we could, we could really roll. But, but if you're game, if you, if you're game, if you want to grind, um, I want to say if you want to get in with us too, but you might not get in with us. I might hate you after this. So, which is totally possible. So I, I can't say that. Yeah. There's a, uh, our vetting process is just, just either work you up or work you out. You either rise to the occasion or you leave. So, so to, in, in closure, if you're not, if, if society doesn't do a huge turnaround and start embracing police and giving them leeway and helping them and loving them, they're not, they're, they're not going to engage. What's going on here has nothing to do with the number of cops, has nothing to do with the, the that people are worse than they ever were, has nothing to do with the pandemic, nothing, the so-called pandemic, the, the, the reaction of the pandemic, has nothing to do with any of it. It has to do with the fact of what the BLM movement specifically um, catered into this country and just the hatred around police officers that we've let proliferate and the fucking white racist people. Huh? Go ahead, Colin. I thought you said there's no such thing as racism. Between their ears, there is. Between their ears, there is. <laughs> And, uh, um, when you, um, and, and those of you who don't get that, the distinction of what's between your ears versus what's real, like my wristband, like these fucking forearms. Um, Damn. thank you. Um, the, the, the police, the police situation is up to us as, as just, you, we all have to just be nicer to them. Just suck it up. Take one for the team. Just be nicer to them. I'm crying a lot. Oh, speaking of police officers. This I know a police officer that just got uh the 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 COVID the COVID can I, can we see him Caleb? Do we do we have a uh, uh what's his we should I should make a quick banner for his uh Instagram what is his Instagram at can you make one of those banners too Caleb can you multitask or tell me to spell it out and I can do it it's at Jim Jim I just have Jim. Oh, here we go. Let, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me see. Let me uh, Jim B O B uh, R O S K I. Uh, add banner. Okay, this guy. Okay, roll him, Caleb. Roll him. Three, two, one. <laughs> So, if you guys have been following what's going on, I got COVID, unfortunately. Tested positive today. Uh, feeling like shit yesterday and today, but I'm just going to keep going. Keep pumping these delicious kill clips. Let's get this shit done. First run. I'm like at 9.30 pace. Pretty hard for me to breathe right now. And 9.30 is pretty slow for me, so 
All right, guys, as we enter day two of Murph with COVID, um, the biggest thing for me is definitely breathing. It's hard for me to breathe deep. I definitely depend on my lungs for these workouts and just don't have it right now. Other than that, uh, my joints sure feel pretty run. weak, so everything else minutes. is pretty hard. Uh, it's probably going to be more like 10-minute pace at this point. It's just uh, pretty hard to breathe still. So. All right, y'all. We're done. Final time of 53 and some change. Uh, definitely slowed me down. Lungs didn't go as much, but we're done. Sub 60 with COVID. Not bad. While we're doing it, y'all, it is day 212. I don't know. I don't. That's day 212. Of 365 days of Murph, plus he does his other workouts. I think he might do uh, Hobart's programming, and uh, he has COVID. Like, you know what? I, I would have liked to have done Murph next to him with it. I've never done Murph with the with the vest, the 20 pound vest. I would have liked to have seen if I could beat him when he had COVID, like on day 212. <laughs> I'm, but I'm serious. You know, I'm serious, right? Yeah, no, I know you're serious. That's why I thought it was funny. I don't know if I could run a 10 minute mile with a 20 pound vest. Yeah, you can. I'm going to come over. We're going to do it. I'm going to bring my vest. Okay. Will you? Seriously? I will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do, do that it together. Yeah. Let's do it before we go to Wadapalooza. Let's see it. Dude, I even have these sweet, like the in the insides, like the plates, just little metal plates. I had a guy that owned a, um, actually, I don't know if I should say it. He had a lot of access to machinery and guns and stuff like that. And, um, it was a, he made me a panel that has the CFL logo inside the plate carrier. So it's kind of cool, but you also don't see it because then you put it in the vest and it's gone, but I'll and, it can stop, and it can stop a bullet. It definitely cannot stop a bullet, but oh. I'm going to leave them at your house. You're going to get hooked up with some CFL ones. Thank you, Mr. Souza. About then, time someone hooked me up. Yeah. I'm going to sponsor you. My buddy and I run a media company, Small Vlogs and Media for Business. Would love to help if needed. Um, avid crosser L1, work like savages. Dallas, are, are, are you Dallas? Are you in Miami and do you know this doesn't pay? And we're just fully taking <laughs> advantage of people who just want to like try to get on the show and shit. If you do know that, then, um, then yes, uh, DM me or Sousa, please. I like the work like savages part. Correct. I, just, I do have infinite vests. Doing Murph that many times, how does he not have the record time? I, I, don't, I don't know how he does it. That's just all I want to. Thank you, Dallas. You're awesome, dude. Thank you. How do I, how do I get rid of this banner? Where'd you put it? Oh, in, in the banner section. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Okay. And uh, Jim, uh, part of me doesn't like him doing that. I'm just going to be honest. Are we getting him on the show? Yeah, we are going to get him on the show. I haven't asked him yet, but I'm going to definitely invite him at some point. Do you like him doing that? The what do you think every day, that? even when he yeah, has yeah. COVID? Yeah. Like, no one's like just me and you talking, no one else listening. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. I don't think it's the smartest thing, and I definitely wouldn't recommend it to any of my members, though. Why do you like it? You don't like him? You want to kill him? No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> No, but I just have this, and this is just me personally. I have this big like rejection to this, like uh, the soft approach to a lot of stuff. I don't know why. And it's not always the, the best thing, but like whenever anybody immediately goes like weakness or being like soft or something, it just, I want to push back against it and do Murph with COVID, you know? And I don't think that's correct. That's just how, how I am. Like we have this running joke amongst uh, Savannah. If she left, listens to this, she'll laugh where a lot of times people will come like staff or like coach or something. And they like, will tell me something that's happening and I'll just kind of listen. And then I say, yeah, it sounds like you're in, in, in a need of a mile sled drag and make the joke that if you, 
if you have some sort of uh, problems, if life's feeling overwhelming, if you're feeling whatever down or you're, you're creating this victim mindset, just load up a sled. We usually do about 125 pounds and drag it for a mile. And by the time you get back, your problems will be over. Ah, yes. But this is, this is, this is the great COVID. Yeah. Um, not buying it. <laughs> if I just want you to know, I'm going to um, send a text message to uh, some people afterwards in regards to my thoughts of you thinking that it's okay that Jim does this. And if I accidentally include you on it, I apologize. That's, that's okay. What, what, not, do, you, do you disagree with me? Or not, <laughs> I'm just not comfortable with him doing it, but, I, but, I'm pr- but I'm proud of him, I guess. I don't know. I'm just not comfortable. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't have recommended it to him, but like him to making his own decisions and then doing it, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'll watch it. Even a, wa- even a wannabe alpha like myself doesn't like it. I mean, I, I don't like the whole, I, 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 I'm truly uncomfortable with everything that he's doing Murph every day and still working out. The whole thing makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a really, that's, um, excessive for the sake of being excessive. It's like a Goggin style thing. And I don't necessarily think that's indicative of, um, extreme, like, you know, he's not getting uh, like fitter doing it like the gains are almost going to turn into diminishing returns at some point and it's breaking down his body quite a bit but like for the mental fortitude part i I get it but i wouldn't recommend anybody doing it i want to show the distinction there by the way too that i'm saying i'm uncomfortable with it let me let me so so i i don't know if it's a bad idea let me tell you something that I, i am willing to judge and that i do think is a bad idea putting a hole in the head of your penis i think it's called the prince albert that i think you're a fucking idiot if you Wait, do that. what? Is that like a piercing? Yeah. I, oh, I'm trying to draw this. I, I'm trying to draw a distinction. Like, I don't know. Like, it makes me uncomfortable that he's doing Murph every day. Me. He might know better. I'm totally open to him not knowing better. What I am closed-minded about is I don't think that there's any place ever to put a hole in the head of your penis, to, to add a hole. The hole that's there is perfect. But that's an important distinction that people should know. I'm, I, I'm, Okay. Where were we here? Oh, man. I got to get this guy on my podcast, too. Oh, did you? So I was listening to um, uh, the algorithm uh, picked a, a Joe Rogan video for me um, yesterday when I was riding the assault bike. And uh, it was uh, David Blaine was on. And I think that was one of the few Joe Rogan podcasts I've ever watched before, like one of the longest ones I've ever watched. And and I had probably watched like 30 minutes of that before. But anyway, it, it played for a few minutes. And um, Joe Rogan has a guy that he calls um, so so David Blaine referenced a video and then the video goes up on the screen and then he Blaine goes wow that's amazing and Rogan goes yes that's young Jamie he's amazing and I was thinking oh maybe Will could be young Willie young Willie <laughs> young Jamie maybe this show could have a young Willie or hung Willie hung Willie <laughs> you like that you like what you like that you like that Caleb <laughs> Hung Willie, you don't think it's racist? It doesn't sound like culturally appropriate. Like I'm taking a Chinese name, Hung Willie. No, it's perfect. Okay, I like Hung it. Willie. Oh, thank you, Hung Willie. But young Willie, and it's got kind of a nice story behind it. Hung Willie. Oh my gosh! All right, all right. Well, that's good. Hung Willie. We got we got another kiss. So we have Mars, and we have Hung Willie. You just need to. Those are like baptisms. Caleb hasn't been baptized yet. He doesn't have like a, a store, like a, what are those called? Like a, 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 um, like gods have them, like an origin story. He's hung Willie. Oh, yes. Inspired by young James. 
from young Jamie from Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hong, um, have you guys, I, I know you two have seen it cause I've sent it to you our thread like three times now already. Could you play this video? Um, uh, drive my dick between your hips video. <laughs> I swear to you, if you guys knew how this song moved me, you would think something was wrong with me. You would, you, I really just, this is what I would have loved to have done with my life. Burn some calories on my dick. I'm about to put my penis between your lips. About to drive my dick between your hips. And you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. to burn some calories on my dick mm. about to put my penis between your lips try to drive my dick between your hips you're gonna love it i could cry i swear to god it's so good it is really good let it play one more time caleb just let it roll you're about to burn some calories on my dick. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay I'm about to put my penis between you. Hey, that's Very all I said. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's just what I say to my wife. That's a, Would you like to burn some calories? That's just what I say now. That's just <laughs> burn some calories. There's a there's a, a a benevolence, a kindness, a love mixed with a rawness, and I just. This song's been on TikTok and the gram for like five months. I okay, fine. I he's I sure doesn't matter. It's new to just, us and we love it. I I just I saw it the other day. Someone sent it to me. I'm just tickled. Oh man. I'm about to burn some calories on this dick. <laughs> burn some calories on. Oh Jeff, thank you. Thank you. Jeff, what do you think? Am I late to the game with that? Am I late to the game? It doesn't matter, man. You brought it to the light again. I'm gonna do. I. 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 I'm gonna do more uh, stuff from uh, Instagram that I like. I basically have really. I spend about an hour every day, maybe more, just looking through um, Instagram for guests. And when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, I'm just tickled. Before this one gets buried, um, Chad. Yeah, if you're a photographer, this might be kind of cool because we can um, shoot stuff to Will and Caleb for the uh, Instagram. If you want to share some of your awesome photos with us, um, shoot one of us a uh, direct message, and we'll get you the contact info. Oh, dude, Chad, and uh, listen. Wait, can I see Chad again? Because I'm checking out his glasses. I might have those glasses. If I have those glasses, you need to switch your glasses during Waterpalooza if you're going to be on the feed. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, d- dude, if you make a montage of your, of your photos, we'll plug your Instagram and we'll play them in 30 second pee breaks or p- put music to 40 photos or 50 photos. We'll do anything that anyone wants to do like that. That's cool. Yeah. I think I was like, or if you want to come on and just talk about taking pictures there. I mean, it's a four day stream. We'll do anything. I want to explore everything. Yeah. I think I, he- I, by the way, I reached out to Kaleep and asked him if he would come on the podcast during the, and a bunch of other athletes too. Um, during the during the presentation we're gonna it's gonna be fun yeah chad good yeah let us let us yeah use this use this are you chad are you taking pictures there and then like bringing your computer there who are you working for there just yourself 
he's going straight to hell for performing the Izzy. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But, I'll, I don't, but I, if when no, I'm in heaven, no. I'll I'll take calls from his cell phone on mine. Like I'll talk to him and tell Why, him it's because, not so. How is he I'll going to hell for talking about sex and bringing joy to millions of people? I don't like know because it's in a church. It's in a church or something. So what? It's a building built by people. Uh wait, what's that? Myself in the crowd. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll call it, and we'll we'll call it something funny too, like Chad's crowd crowd photos. Yeah. Any feel free to take um, shame anyone too who's like eating donuts in the crowd and shit. I, I'm all about shaming people. So. uh <laughs> You know, here's our Instagram info chat. If you need it. When you're married, you are praising the Lord with sex. Yeah. Okay, John. Oh, John, you guys are going to see a lot of John. I know you guys love John. You're about to see a lot of Johnny boy. We're, we're trying to get, uh, we're, we're on a full frontal assault on, um, Wadapalooza athletes trying to just get them into the seven podcast. And introduce <clears throat> introduce you guys to him. The more of these guys we can meet, the more we will be interested in in Palooza Wad. And so uh, we we got to get him in here. We got to get him in here. Hey, you know who I think we're gonna get is the is the mama lady, Ariel Lowen. She's the oh. mom who went to the game. She just she yep, went to yep, semifinals yep. just to get a sign with her name on it. Ended up at the games. That's awesome. For those of you who are into moms like me, okay. Um, can you, uh, can you, Caleb, put up this last video before we check out? We have six minutes left. Tomas, thank you, Tomas Plaza. Did you Tomas. switch your name from Thomas to Tomas to be to be, okay? Here, hold on, Tomas, hold on. Whoops. You can play this twice. Took two Pepto-Bismol. During our sex scene. I felt your dick rubbing into the <laughs> Before our sex scene, I took two Pepto-Bismol. During our sex scene, I felt your dick rubbing into the now, 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 I don't know who these people are, but I know they're famous. I recognize the dude before. He's like Batman or something, right? Is that Chris Pratt? Why, why does that name? What is, or is that that is Chris Pratt, Caleb? Is he a director also? I don't know if he's a director, but he's an actor. And then the other one's Jennifer Lawrence. And is she famous? Yeah, she's in like all the Hunger Games movies. Um, and then I think that is probably from Passengers. I thought Jennifer. Movie. Wait, sorry. I thought before you go on, I thought Jennifer Lawrence had black hair and she was married to Ben Affleck or something. I don't remember. I don't think so. All right. All right. Oh, Jennifer Garner. That's Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So go on. And you think that movie's what? I think it's called Passengers. It's like, I don't know. They're in space and Chris Pratt gets woken up accidentally. And so then he sees her in, in a pod and he thinks she's super hot and then wakes her up. And then they're just like on a perpetual trip through space. Just boning through space. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the by, the way, um, what do you mean? Think she's hot? Like, I mean, well, come on, dude. She that that. Okay. Can I see her again? Uh, what I mean, her skin is nuts. I mean, maybe her skin is just absolutely nuts. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's listen one more time. Let's listen. Yeah. Hold on. So you're gonna to try to time it so we don't have to listen to it twice. Like you're gonna you're gonna actually 
Yeah, she is hot, right? Yeah, something's going on with her. I took two. <laughs> oh, you almost had it. You almost had it. Just so close. During our sex scene, I felt your dick rubbing in the <laughs> Hey, so... <laughs> Before the reason why I like, scene, I, I think they're playing the game, right? Yeah. They're clearly playing some sort of game and they're trying to make each other laugh. But, but you would think that this wasn't okay to say to a woman in this day and age. And this gives me hope that he doesn't give a shit that he's still willing to say something like that. That's so close to being seen as like, uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, you, you know, Franco, uh, James Franco was canceled just two years ago because he asked his girlfriend of a year and a half if, if she would suck his dick. It's like, man, if you can't like you, you, I think she should kind of be allowed to ask anyone to suck your dick. But your girlfriend of a year and a half, like, I think it's weird that you have to ask. <laughs> you can ask anyone. Like, hey, yeah, he got canceled for something that I don't even think you should have to ask. She should get canceled because he had to ask. Ask your girlfriend of a year and a half. It's crazy. And then you know what she said? This chick had the nerve to say, well, he's famous, so I feel obligated to do it. Like, what, 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 what? How is that his fault? Of course you should feel obligated to do it because he's famous. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, think that, uh, I, just, I just really like that clip because it, it, um, it gave me – it gives me hope. It gives me hope that someone like I know those are famous people. I recognize their faces and they can still joke around like that. Jennifer Lawrence was my neighbor growing up. Oh, man. I hope you had a good pair of binoculars. Binoculars. Look at look at look at. Oh, man. Willie is going to kill you. Who did that? Kong Willie is going to kill you. Why are you dropping the heat? We young Willie is going. Who did that? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) How is that showing? I have no idea. Didn't you put it on there? No. I did not put it up there. I did not put it on there either. I'm oh, in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Me. Oh, my goodness. I like my computer kicked me off and I came back and we're, we're leaking all the good stuff. Please, some guys, everyone close mess. your eyes for a second. Do not mess. see our Wadapalooza background, our special. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. That was like, that was like seeing, that was like. That was like seeing a a, 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 a a picture of your mate naked before you undressed him. It was like just too much. That's too too much of a treat. Okay, we made it. Ninety minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, not enough of you called in. Thanks for helping. <laughs> Listen, I do these shows so I can relax because the rest of the shows stress me out. And you guys are supposed to call in, and then I rip on you guys. <laughs> Everybody's scared. Good. All right. We'll see you guys. Oh, let me see who we have on tomorrow. Let me tell you who we have on tomorrow. Can't do the comments before I before I hang up. Um. Oh, tomorrow we don't even have a show. We don't have a guest tomorrow. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah. yeah oh shit. We. Oh man. Tomorrow, I got to get to work tomorrow. We have James Sprague. Mm-hmm. Sprague, Sprague, he's uh, competing at Wadapalooza. And then at 9 a.m., we that's at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then at 9 a.m., we have Josh Emmett, and he's a UFC fighter. I believe he's 17 and 2. He just won his last fight. He's the real deal, people. Josh Emmett, he is the real deal. Um, I got to get those up uh, scheduled. Oh, we, we lost Souza. No, it All keeps right, like Suza. kicking me out. I try to, like, n- never mind.
Um, alrighty. Having issues. Peace.